Alright, okay, good day everybody. This is Chris from Brother Speed Podcast coming to coming to you. I don't want to say live, but it's uh, <laughs> it, it, I would York. love to say live one day. One day, yeah. one day I would love one to say day. live. Um, and basically talk about issues that pertain to the black LGBT community and just whatever it is that we feel of interest to talk about. So I'm just gonna go around the table like I normally do and start with Darnell. What's going on, Darnell? The Teddy Bear Peter Parker. There you go. Okay. Teddy Bear Peter Parker. <laughs> yes. That's me. There you go. <laughs> he still hasn't worn that title. Man, he's like, yeah, looking like, uh, yeah, he's like, no, no, I'm fine with it. it no, it, it's fine. I'll take it. Peter Parker's smart. He wears glasses. I mean, he's got a lot going on. Man, it's, on. it's all you. Man, thank you. you. Wear glasses you know, and you're man, smart. I mean, without the web capabilities. <laughs> yeah, without, without the superpowers. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, actually just had a pretty interesting conversation with one of my friends about um, about me and my personality. Okay. He, he, he called me uh, Disney with some of my um, views on things. And I get it. I get it. It's, it's Disney in the sense that um, I think people should be not judged for the things that they like. Disney? Yeah. And that's a term you use for it. Disney, yeah. Like I my, used to be like my, that. my sort of outlook on on things, and I and you know you 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 want to be offended by that, but I'm not. I find it like I, I feel like people should be really left alone to their. If you have an interest in something, as long as it's not hurting somebody else, then what the fuck do I care? That's always been sort of. I my think viewpoint. if you can maintain that viewpoint, yeah. but couple it with. Reality, um, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll you okay. be just fine. Okay. Yes, That's okay. I am. I am totally. I'm realistic about how things are, but I know what I want in my life and, and the that's people all that I surround myself exactly. with. Yeah, I actually called. I, I texted him back after we got off the phone. And I was like, I'm a. Um, I'm a pessimistic optimist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's an interesting term. I might have a pessimistic view of maybe my achievements or my ability to do things because I'm sort of a, a lazy perfectionist <laughs> but <laughs> well, I have I, how about this come about I don't know <laughs> well, that's what they call it, an oxymoron it's like it is kind of an oxymoron so yeah. I mean how do you I are you I, bipolar are you not yet diagnosed <laughs> um, no I would rather not do something than not do it incredibly well Oh, yeah. okay. okay. So yeah, I call All myself right. a pessimistic, pessimistic optimist because I have a very good outlook on the future. I think you know a lot of things are changing and they're changing rapidly for the good. But mm-hmm. for my own personal. Yeah, I, I think I explained it well enough. Okay, alright. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Pass the baton. Okay, pass the baton to Mr. Ricky, the country boy Virgo. How you doing? I'm good. Um, this week was good for me. Uh, everything kind of moved along really well, and I made it to Friday. Okay, and that was the main thing. <laughs> That's an achievement, yeah, exactly. Right there. Sure if I get from Monday to that. Friday, and I don't have to cuss anybody out, and nobody says anything that they shouldn't say, and <laughs> everything, move, I'm fine. As long as I can move it along, I'm fine, and make it to my Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you know that makes it even I'm better. Good. Okay, and then that swings it over to me. Let me tell you. This was a trying, you know. Okay, listen. You know what? Everything when the term it rains, it pours. Oh yeah, it does. It, <laughs> it, does. it, it really does. It does. And you know, uh, one of the things which is part of my this bitch 
of the week. So I got one. I got, I got <laughs> one. Good, good. So I was saving for that segment, but let me tell you, God damn it. Like, it's like, are you, you know what? I'm just going to save all this shit. I may just bump it all wait. up to the, to the this bitch of the week. So I'll just sit this week over there. Maybe we should let him just talk. Light the dynamite part right one, now. Then part just two, wait. you know. Sure. <laughs> so now, at this particular point, we have to move on to the Brother Speak Culture Moment. That's our new title. And I know the culture moment. So we normally have our one of our co-hosts, Mr. Darnell, swing that over and take it away. What's going on with this week? Yeah, a lot of um, interesting talk show stuff, actually. Mm. Uh, Okay. uh, Tamar Braxton, who's a co-host on The Real. (gasps) Yes! She was fired. I heard about... Yes! Fired from The Real, yeah. Yes! 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 Even though, arguably, she's like, one of the more famous ones. I mean, yes. that's what I'm trying to figure she out. Is. How the hell did, you let did she one? bring something to right. the show? Because I've only seen it a few times. Yeah. But I was like, okay, this Tamar, I like her. Right. She she's, she always has a very she's very opinionated. She's out there. She's out there. She yeah. brings something lively to the show. Yeah. So why would you? Well, the the claim is, and I got this from B Scott. LoveBscott.com. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, apparently she got fired because she wasn't testing well with the audience. Ooh. And <laughs> Uh, apparently, the sales department didn't find her a good fit with advertisers. Ooh. <laughs> also, production was finding her too difficult to deal with. Wow. So this that explains, sounds about right, though. That, that I'm kind of thinking. Well, Tamar, she seems she needs to have her own thing where yeah, she doesn't have to work she doesn't have to answer to anybody else. Exactly. Yeah. She's like in charge because that's the only way she'll she'll yeah. get her life. Well, you know, this sort of explains uh, Instagram posts that she made the other day. I'm, I'm going to read some of it. I don't know if I have the energy to read all of it. But, uh, she, she said, oh, she said I love you all, but I have been stabbed in the back by someone I stupidly trusted. Uh, parentheses, not my man or my sisters. I am not to be, about to be tried and tested to snitch. And it's not in good taste to tell you who, but as hashtag Kate Martians... That's her fan. Really? That ain't Everybody's fit. got a fan. Got a fan. She looks like Tay Martians. I would not want to be called Tay Martians. <laughs> she kind of looks like an alien. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> she said, you are very smart and you figure things out on your own, but know that every one of you who smiles in your face, everyone who smiles in your face is not your friend and is not cheering for you and will lie and try and tear you down to try and dim your light. Mm. Thank yeah. God he holds my future and my hand. This is all caps, by the way. I'm um, sure. Jesus remember Christ, who I'm you are. I am Tamar Braxton. And by the way, she unfollowed her co-host except for Tamara. So maybe it's one of those ones that she unfollowed. Yeah, stabbed her in the back, apparently. Wow. But wait a minute. Maybe. Allegedly. I mean, let, let's keep this shit If I real. unfollow some people, then I got beef with you. Uh, so, but, well, also they were coworkers. Maybe she no, just like no. I don't work with you anymore, so I don't have to look at your face. <laughs> you know, one of those. that's possible. And no, but, but, but wait, if I, you have a really I good take relationship, the energy to unfriend somebody or unfollow whatever. It doesn't take that much energy. It does. Just go to it, their it does page. To me. It does. <laughs> I have to log so in. I have to turn. Soul. Yes, it's <laughs> a it's an emotional. It's probably a more emotional. Because if you're angry, then it's only going to take you a couple minutes to pop open your laptop or your phone or whatever. And click that button and do what you have to do. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious about this. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. If yeah. you, because even people that I no longer work with at other companies, I'm still friends. Yeah, with you them just don't look at their page or whatever. Yeah, you. I mean, it's just one of those things yeah. that you just 
you know, and now that when you see them, hey, what's going on? How's exactly. everything going? You don't necessarily just miss it. Because when you gonna when you do that, you do that with intention, right? Ooh, true. True. <laughs> I'm not saying that Tamar, even her sisters, is the most easy to get along with. She's oh, not. She's not. She's, she's the youngest one. She's a brat. That's her yeah, badge. That's what she wears on her chest. She, she, loves, it. Right she likes me in the youngest one. Yeah. She likes me in the baby, and she needs to throw her tantrums. Um, <laughs> another talk show uh, This is about Wendy Williams Oh um, Good I love me so Wendy Apparently Really? Uh, I do Angie Martinez You know she hosts the She's been hosting radio in New York Yeah for Yes For many years Yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently she says in her new memoir That she and Wendy Williams got into it But see nah, Okay Physically <laughs> <laughs> no, Listen I know about this story Okay and you Share it okay. Share it share Everybody share it. Every, Because think about this They were on the same They were part of the same yeah. couple Okay uh-huh. Now mind you They are hot 97 They are uh-huh. hot You know And Angie Martinez Being the fact that she is a veteran Legend a, yes. a legend I'll yeah. say a legend Really for mm-hmm. us She's been in the industry For such a long time She's become friends With a lot of the people mm-hmm. They really trust in her Now During this particular time At this time She was dating Q-Tip Yep mm-hmm. Now Everybody knows Wendy Williams knows that code, especially in New York. How you doing? Yeah. Everybody knows that. Now, when she gives the how you doing, you know the mm. yes, yes. And the accusation is that basically your That's man is down low. Yeah. So she was talking about their relationship, mm. and she said, "Now, had she had uh, apparently the quote was, had she had not talked to me, I would let you know let, let your man let you know that your man is one of the yeah. how you doing." This is what oh, this is what right. Wendy allegedly wrote. Mm. One of my co-workers is dating Q-Tip from a tribe called Quest. Oh well, I guess some women like men who like men. Now, wow, that you, was shady. That first off, I mean, now that but the guy, if, if you know for a fact that your co-worker is working with somebody. I don't care if you even see him passing down the hallway. Do you really want to go there? I mean, you do have a responsibility yeah, 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 yeah. to the, your audience. I get you that you know, but but that's work. Look close to home. Exactly. Look close to home. What's like, they saying? Wendy you don't... would probably go off if somebody talked about her exactly. husband. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get that yeah. And yeah. So, she doesn't talk about that on her show. Exactly. Like, you know, she won't. Thank you. Uh, so by, by, the way, that, mm. by the way, uh, Angie said once she found out that Wendy said that she popped off. Uh, she said, "I quote." I lost my fucking mind. Before I knew it, I was swinging at her. It was a quick scuffle. It only took a few seconds for me to realize that she wasn't really hitting me back. She was just trying to get all, trying to get me off of her. Now, Wendy Williams made a movie about her life a few years ago. Uh, she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> there, a trailer leaked a few months ago of this movie. It starred Robin Givens. Um, as Wendy Williams. Oh my God, Scott Robin Ohio. Givens. Robin Givens as Wendy Williams and. Apparently, Wendy, when her talk show started popping off, she's like, you know what? I'm not going to release the, the, the movie because mm-hmm. there's a lot more about me to tell. Mm-hmm. So well, I saw the trailer, movie. and this movie looks like absolute trash. <laughs> I don't know. It's art, though. No, I mean, like, this movie looks so budget. It feels like, <laughs> like it was it feels like it was filmed in the hallway in the projects. Like, it looks so cheap. Like, really wow. bad. Wow. That's not good, yeah. man. The reason really I brought bad. it up is because part of the trailer included the part where her and Angie got oh. into, the, into the fight. Oh. Yeah, there was a quick little snippet there. Well, well, wow. well. You know, Wendy, well, she talks, she talks shit. She does. But, uh, listen. I'm surprised more people haven't fought her. That is her <laughs> claim to yeah, the fact. Exactly. A yeah. lot of celebrities have ignored her. And, oh, and, yeah. and by the way, in fairness to Wendy, Wendy actually did say in the beginning, because she had Russell Simmons. Come on her show. In the beginning, she was a little trashy. 
She was a little oh, trash. Like, she's literally, up her too, she right? Acts. Yes, she did. Oh, my God. But she's I mean, so she's on TV, now. so she has to. She has to appeal to... There are people that are backing her. Thank you. So it's not her money that she's putting that's yeah. being put yeah. out Yeah, bitch, you on my... Exactly. That's my dog. Rewrite this shit. She has to appeal <laughs> to a lot more people, and she knows who not to cross. Exactly. Like, and on her show, she had... She talked shit about Whoopi Goldberg years ago on the radio show. Whoopi didn't like her for a long time. Wendy got her own talk show, and she's like, oh, shit. I'm like, years with her. Exactly. You gotta watch what you say. She was very acquiescent when mm-hmm. um, when when Whoopi came on her show. She was just like, "I'm sorry." She was crying and everything. Was she like, was crying. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I think things but like this are good because yeah. it shows she grew up a little exactly. bit. Yeah. She grew up a lot yeah. of yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I thought her show was only gonna last. I'm not gonna lie. I thought her show was gonna last one season. Really? Maybe two. Now it's how many since six going to seven? I don't know, but yeah. I syndicated and shit yes. all over the world. Yeah, I'm like Wendy. I exactly. thought that she was gonna cancel. Come to, but see, I was always matcher. Not like that, but she said some shit about Puff. But that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very happy that she realized a lot of things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I do want to get that book. I gotta yeah. get Angie because Angie talked about a lot. That's one book that we. I gotta get. I gotta okay. share. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm curious about it. I'm curious I know because I don't know too much about her or or the show. I know. Most people in New York love. I know that radio yeah. hosts they get messy. They they ask they oh. yeah. like what's his Charlemagne? Oh, he says I don't like him. I, I like Charlemagne. I don't. I just really it's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. And then <laughs> what what it is? I think he, to me it seems like he's two faced because he'll say one thing about a situation, right. But whenever that person comes on the show, then he's just a completely different person right and it's like well you uh, had something to say about this person before now face. they're in your face and you don't have anything to say most of the time I don't think, I think he does though <laughs> no, no sometimes I, I remember when L.A. Reid was on there okay. he had some things that he said about L.A. Reid and his family and all this other stuff but then when L.A. came on uh, he was sitting there looking at him and I'm like okay well I'm waiting to see what he's going to say mm-hmm. to him and he didn't he didn't Listen, he, he was you know who to fuck with who got power yeah and LA <laughs> got power he got some clout yeah so yeah. <laughs> oh, I, go. my thing was like okay don't talk shit when that person's not in your face but then when they're you can fix it up to make it seem like you know you can still say what you want to say but but don't be vulgar about it and he had nothing to say uh, I, I lost respect I would have I would have I didn't really see that episode but I definitely would have understood on, why you kind of pulled back a little bit because maybe even after that somebody may have talked in the background and said yeah, yeah. this is about your boy <laughs> you know what's you know what's most impressive about Charlemagne he went from looking like he was wearing a mask to looking like a black <laughs> pretty boy dermatology like, just works <laughs> yeah, it made him about five shades lighter I'm like alright wow. people said that too and interesting I'm like, cause they said he was in blotches he said he said he got himself evened out but I'm like so you went with like the lightest spot on your face dude. <laughs> listen it's something with dark skin <laughs> for some people it's something with dark skin but some um, people wear it nicely yeah. <laughs> true, true. Go to brotherspeakpod.com to see pictures. Like <laughs> oh, um, the last little bit of news is that the Bad Boy reunion toy tour yeah. premiered last night. Yes, yes. And apparently it was a it was a good show. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. 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 You know, you had uh, little Kim, you had um Buster Rhymes, yep. you had uh who else? Was Diddy so, there? 
Diddy was there definitely there. Diddy was there. Oh, like yeah. it was everybody back in New York. You know, so everybody from like the back yeah, in the day. Back yeah. in the of day. course, Total wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, you know, those people um, were there, but there were still a lot of people in the very beginning. Because I mean, yeah. I remember saying something where Total they were trying to come back. I guess it was a couple years ago, and they were shy. Uh, was really? it the What's her name? Pam. Pam is still um, out there. She's still no, there. not Pam. Pam was a dark skinned one. There was the one that was. That's she married was more to, uh, well-rounded. She was the. She wasn't the stick figure of the group. She she lost. She lost. Uh, she literally lost all the weight. She's married to a celebrity. Um, what's, his, uh, what's his face? He the the. You're talking about the one that was the main singer, right? Pam yeah. was the main singer. The other one. The other one's yeah. in the background. Yeah. Yeah. The the skinny girl. I from what I was told, Pam in the last interview I saw, she. She's the one that said she wanted to go on tour. The others didn't want to do it. Because I remember one of them, she, when the interviews I saw, she was not there. And they were like, well, what's your total? Nothing's changing. Um, and when she's ready to come back, you know, she'll come back. But for now, we represent her. She represents us. We're good. And wow. that's where they left it. Wow. wow. I was like, oh. But it's coming down to Florida, though. When's it coming? Really? Did you get August, your tickets? I'm getting my tickets. Right. I am. I'm sorry. I'm getting <laughs> tickets. I want to see it. I want right. to see it. So I want to give. I'll give you give full report how the show was, but definitely yeah. the basically the foundation of Bad Boy. Yeah. 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 Really, anybody who grew up in like the nineties, yeah, you know, you're gonna want to, you're gonna want to see this show. So, and it's all in our generation. I mean, you may not want to see Buster Rhymes since he looks like two Buster Rhymes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, then again, so did Little Kim. I mean, let's keep it real. she's not the same person. She, she morphed into somebody completely different. I don't even know if that's Little Kim. She did. You know what, Little Little Kim. Really understands the plight of Asian Americans. <laughs> she does because oh, she is an Asian American wow. now. I'm looking Dang, to see her, and when I get my nails done, I'm looking to see her sitting behind oh me doing my nails. Oh my god! Well, I was going to stop. I still am a fan. I'm not. You gonna know what? Anything. It's actually she's still mourning Joan Rivers, so she took her face. Oh, my oh god. that's what it is. That's you know, what I'm going to be going. I'm on, I'm in the little Kim bandwagon here, so I gotta put a stop to this. Um, now we're gonna move over to the main topic. Now, on this particular main topic, we talk about a particular a topic that we actually believe that uh, should be discussed. And this week, I gotta say this: for the main topic, I know for myself, I had to change the title. <laughs> after doing the research After going through All sorts of articles And all the surveys And I had to do the research Just so the, the, the audience know The original title Was Why black gay men Want to be in a committed relationship But Look to destroy Yes Another committed relationship And yes. then I started going deeper So I had to change it completely as in, <laughs> I, I changed it completely to what I forgot. I, I forgot what was it called. It was called Black Gay Men oh. and Committed um, Committed no. Monogamy no. or Open. This, uh, this is what you wrote. Tell me, tell me. Okay. I, I know I, I had to switch it up. Like, you know. Oh Lord. Yeah, black men and monogamy. Yeah, question mark exclamation point. I was like, "What is that?" Because I looked at it at the email again. I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, I, because honestly, I looked at it and I said. Yeah, you're right. Oh Lord, black gay men and monogamy, and the reason why I had to look at this because the gay lifestyle in general was mm-hmm. very. And so let me just kind of give um, some of your list, some of the listeners, a little bit of information to kind of grasp onto. 
Um, and this, I found this particular article from Gay Therapy LA, Counseling Therapy and also Culture for Gay Men. Uh, gay men's relationship, 10 ways that differ from straight relationships. Now, this actually goes down to a couple of things when it comes down to money. When it comes down to money, gay men couples have uh, have a lot of conflict around money. Statistically, white men tend to be relatively high earners. The sexism that women only earn a portion of what men earn for the uh, work for the same tends to be both gay and straight. Both gay men and straight men will compete with each other regarding financial success, in quotes, however they define it. Now, so that kind of goes a little bit more about that. Then it kind of tipples over into sex. Now, mm. there's several articles <laughs> that actually correlate to exactly what this talks about. Um, so I'm just reading this. Gay sex. Gay male couples tend to approach sex differently. Yeah. We all know that gay male couples are much more likely to entertain the idea or even better to be in a non-monogamous relationship. Part of this culture and historical, part of this is the nature of men's sexuality in general. Mm-hmm. Truth is. Uh, truth is, but Benny told many more straight men would be non-monogamous if given the opportunity That's by exactly men. That's exactly what I was going to say. And if so, I said you could go out and diddle whatever you want, they'd be like, all right, damn let's right. go. <laughs> damn right. And they would be doing it. Uh, take that prerogative, even if it's directly violating monogamy. Gay men are much more likely, in general, to only, quote-unquote, not be appalled at the idea of another person having sex with their partner slash spouse, but they might even be turned on about it. Now, so this, <laughs> uh, so the, the reason why I had to change the title is because how can you break something that the door and the welcome mat sitting right down? Yeah. How can you really break anything? Yeah. So that came into a whole new topic in terms of monogamy, in terms of agreements and mm-hmm. commitment. So, <laughs> so um, first question that I'm going to just toss out there. Uh, when it comes to monogamy, what do you really mean? Like, what does it really mean within our eyes in terms of monogamy in a relationship? I'm going to start over with Ricky first. I'm going to start over with Ricky first. Go ahead, Ricky. Oh, yeah, and I just noticed Peter Parker was just pointing I know, like, he was pointing to you, so I'm going to start with you yeah, first. Yeah. So that, this is interesting. I think monogamy, it just depends on the individual. Um, like you were saying before, there can be relationships where you can have terms in within your relationship and as long as you don't cross those boundaries for you and your partner you can con- you can really kind of consider that to be a monogamous relationship if you're mm. um, allowing one or the other to be able to say okay I'm going to step out with somebody and um, you have to have boundaries for that. You can't, you know. Some I've so known one couple like, that says that you, you won't, you don't kiss, you don't um, do anything intimate with that person that you would do with me. But it's okay for you to be able to do this. And this couple, they've been together for like fourteen years. Holy shit! So, yes. see that, so okay. it, it, it depends on the yeah. on the relationship and and what works for the two of them, and what works for those two people is pretty much nobody else's business because okay. people may not know that okay so they basically had agreement yes there, there was an agreement. agreement okay but so this, like, this kept them together for these 14 yeah, years it's like sexually open but emotionally monogamous. exactly you don't become emotionally attached to anybody else but me because wow. at that point it becomes cheating to that person because it's like well you can't give them the same thing that you're giving to me you you have to we have to you know have an agreement you can't you can't give that to them because it's special to me yeah so 
Darnell. What do I consider monogamy? Yes, I, I'm to curious. Me, to me, monogamy is purely, it's both. It's sexually, you're monogamous. Emotionally, you're monogamous. You're just with that one person. Okay. Regardless. Like, an open relationship to me is not, it's not monogamy. So you do believe that the traditional, <clears throat> yes. traditional if, sense of... I have nothing against people who have an open relationship. If that's what you want to do, if that's what you're comfortable mm-hmm. with, hell, I might be comfortable with it once I'm in a relationship, but... To me, if we're going to say we're monogamous, we're just committed to each other. Interesting. So let me ask you this. Why? For couples who've been together for years, um, a lot of gay couples don't make it simply because they get bored. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean that they don't don't still love that person, Mm -hmm. but it's just sexually they're looking for something that's different. So would you entertain even that thought after 15 years of being with somebody? Yeah. Yeah, Rather than like just saying, I, let's just split and you yeah. go your way. Even though I love you yeah, dearly, yeah. you love me, would you... Would I would you? I would totally entertain it. I actually, I really think that the majority of people aren't meant to be with one person sexually. You forever. do believe that. Okay. I, I believe that because, I don't know, I, I feel like the, the human body is meant for variety. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you missed a smile on his face. Yeah, I know. Was, I'm like, you guys just seen the smile that just came up so bright. Like he had this light bulb up moment, moment and he was like, oh. Wait, wait. wait. that was a good line. Uh, you and you know, put, put on a t shirt. <laughs> you know, these are some quotes I am going to take and make to a t shirt. I know, right? <laughs> but you, you know, the thing about it is. I was kind of those naive people in relationships. You know, mm. you start our relationship thinking it's monogamous. Yep. Um, it's just you by yourself. You're on the island <laughs> alone yeah. by yourself till you find out, yeah. oh, now this person that's your boyfriend. Yeah. And then when you get into that conversation, mm-hmm. Then, then you start to be angry and you can get it because mm-hmm. no one ever had that type of discussion. Right. No one, exactly. Now, the funny part of this person did not want me. To be out, if I was even uh, talking exactly. to somebody, and it was an automatic wait. argument. Oh, no, it was an argument. He didn't give you a title though. Uh, no, oh no, we were titled. You were oh, titled, absolutely. Okay. You were titled, but he wasn't titled. Oh, apparently, no, no. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> no this is the funny part. He actually wanted me, and you just thought the word it's clearly Latin. <laughs> clearly, this was Latin. They do my Latin phase. Uh, if I'm talking about phase. I'm actually dating somebody's Cuban right now. Uh, so, <laughs> so not a phase. But that particular person was just possessive. Now, when it came down to the other side. It well, was a completely different story. A whole nother a story. story. And so it was more like, okay. But and, but that person tried to, not even try. They did successfully introduce he people into the relationship sexually. Mm-hmm. And that was my very first committed relationship that I saw, I thought. Uh, next relationship after that. Same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Next relationship after that. No. It wasn't. Okay. No, I, I, I was waiting to hear for him to say yes. Yeah, yeah, I was like, no. this is yeah. a pattern. What's wrong with you? I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? But right. let me tell you, it really became very clear that monogamy within mm-hmm. a, a homosexual relationship is a difficult challenge. Now, I'm not going to say that Chris is a saint. You know, I'm not going to say that yeah. I myself mm-hmm. did not, you know, Later on, like one particular episode, I, I found out later on that this was a, a, a relationship that this person was in and the boyfriend wants to meet me. And I'm like, oh, no. I, when I tell you I got that call and I did not know 
I did not know that this person was in a relationship. He never revealed it. We just had a great time over and over and over and over again. <laughs> but it was never once revealed. And then when that came about, yeah. and the boyfriend, and I said, originally, no, I don't know. No, I'm not. No, I don't want to read yeah. your boyfriend. Well, then we can't interact anymore because he wants to meet me. So you were, he basically um, interviewed you. Basically, <laughs> this position, I, and he found you. that you were the right one, and yes. he wanted to say, "Okay, well, I'm going to let you meet my partner. We're going to hire you. Yes, we so want you, you to be you, part you of this. You need to let me know my salary first. I exactly. Did not, I did not let, know because you want to. You may have given a better performance okay. if you knew what you were being graded. <laughs> let me let me tell you, I it was a different, a different experience. Yeah. I never knew that I was ever going to come across something like that ever in my entire life. Funny part about it is, they were over uh, in a relationship over ten years. And it wow. was definitely discussed that one partner wanted it, the other partner didn't. But mm. because make the other partner happy, that person right. kneeled it. Yeah. And that was just their agreement and exactly. to stay together. And, and so when you come across that, mm. you know, when you when you see that the people who've been in relationships longer than ten years they find ways. It's a to whole maintain. other category. And I never forgot that I, that when it came down to agreements, there's a lot of agreements that have been made even in my first Relationship. I found out that the agreements that we were making, we made agreements like, wait a minute, you know, if you're going to do this, like I said, mm-hmm. the, the, even the idea of bringing somebody into the bedroom was something that was never my thought. But it was for him. Yeah. Because uh, in his head, he felt, if I'm being satisfied, then therefore everything else is... And sometimes it, it's okay. something that that other person um, finds to be a turn on. You know, and you're right about that. You're right about that. I mean, I can just admit yeah. that I've had that scenario where I've somebody I've been with, that was something that they liked. And I tried it once, and it was just something, you know, they it was, it was interesting. Well, it wasn't, we basically just forgot about the other person because he was just, like, all in his shit. Well, and he was like, I'm turning on, you need to move. And the uh, other guy okay. was kind of just, but it was just one time. But he was a thing tool, that, basically. He was a tool. Yeah, he was a tool. It was something that he wanted to do, and I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. Exactly. And so, it was just an experience. So when you get that, what do you need to do? So now we have JT coming in. Raw dog JT. What's going on, JT? How you doing? What's up? How y'all doing? So you know, we were just in there talking about the uh, the topic here when it comes to monogamy. My experience uh, when it came down to agreements, I found myself <laughs> making agreements and that I never even knew I was going to actually exactly. do it. Um, but you learn a lot of how the community is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, but sometimes when it comes to commitment, how difficult for yeah. those if you're not really not really there. Not, those agreements, the communication yeah. that I've been laid, the foundation was laid, that it really can be a difficult thing. And some people introduce it very early into the relationship. And some people introduce it later on in the relationship. And I think it's just it's communication. Right. If you know that there's something that you like or something that you want in that relationship or that you have found to be, you know, something that you liked in a previous relationship and you want to bring that to that relationship and you are really into that person, then, yeah, I would say say it up front. Yeah. Don't hold it and don't, you know, wait, don't, you know, do something that you know that you shouldn't do that will hurt that person. Bring it in and, and let them make their own decision about it. JT, I'm kind of curious, you know, JT, in terms of your opinion, in terms of commitment versus monogamy. First off, I know you're the only one that's actually been in a relationship longer than all of us. Where are your thoughts in terms of monogamy, open relationship, What's your definition of monogamy? What yeah, is your definition? All, yes. Well, monogamy for me is um, one-on-one exclusive. 
just me and that particular person. In terms of agreements, is there any particular agreements that you've made? Because it is that one-on-one, but remember, in the gay relationship with some of the, re- the research that we found, that even though you're one-on-one, doesn't mean physically that you're always going to be one-on-one. It may be emotionally, it may be spiritually, mm-hmm. it may be everything else that you're one-on-one. Well, my relationship was totally one-on-one now. But that said... Yeah, what we call breakup period. What I call breakup periods. And those breakup periods the way okay, we said we was gonna call it off. Now in that little period of whether it was three to six months, uh one to two weeks, that was my get out of jail free card. I was able to do what I had to do. Or get my rocks off what you had, had to do. do. I know, right? Mm-hmm. You just made it so like you I would have survived without having no, without I, would doing have, it. I would have. Because for me personally, in any relationship I get into my sex drive is very funny. It's high when I'm happy, and it's off when I'm down. I don't think that's funny because yeah. I think I'm kind of the same typical, way. Yeah. yeah, but no, like if but I'm, yours probably is like extra, extra high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's calling out. I'm just saying. But no, when money is right, bills is paid, shit is going smoothly. Sex drive mm-hmm. is very yeah. I'm very high sex drive. Um, but you know me, I like exciting shit. If you're boring, then that's a turn off. So for me, everything in line keeps me going. Uh, when it comes down to stress and stuff like that, yeah, it wings down. Depends on how deep it is mm-hmm. to how low it goes. Because sometimes I just turn off. The so switch. let me ask you this. Yes. With that being, you said ten years. Mm-hmm. So with that being a ten-year relationship, do you think that maybe if you had incorporated other thoughts and ideas, maybe there wouldn't have been any breakup periods? Or was it no. the breakup or attributed to something completely different than no, your um, happiness? Me and his major problem was he might not fight you and you can be stabbing his ass with a knife, but I say raw, he'll fight me to the end. So it was something uh, completely so, different. Say what yeah. didn't have anything to do with Nothing really contributed to no. the actual. Sometimes that okay. contribute to why I didn't want to have sex with him, but okay. it okay. didn't take away. Because I, I was thinking, well, maybe. Because I was telling him about there was another couple I know that they were together for 15, 14 years. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much had an agreement between the two of them where they would maybe bring somebody in or the one would be able to go out. and But there were rules that were in place that right. you, you don't uh, be, you don't become attached in a certain way. And that has kept their relationship going. And My I don't know if that was something was that you were able to do. For that. He was too jealous for that. Um, I wonder. I, I wonder. I wonder what it is about men that makes it makes because us so makes us so fucking horny. Like, like because well, most gay men, men straight men, bi men, we're like, natural. Most men most are whores. Natural. Oh, most men no, are whores. I'm not gonna are. say that. No, I mean, I'm talking about. I'm talking about in comparison <laughs> to women. I know most <laughs> women can go weeks, months, years without sex, and it's not. They can go a long time without masturbating. A man, I, some men can't go a day without. Well, it. even if he it's, in pain, it's, 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 he might have find a way to get off. It's 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 a. I wanted to say DNA thing, but it's it's a. <laughs> I don't even know the word I'm looking for. A manly but, thing. Yeah, because it's been around since the beginning of the time. Right. Men has always played with men. If you go back into any of the ancient times, they ain't gonna tell you this oh, shit. I was just talking about sex. No, 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 no. <laughs> but this, it go. You have to go to the root to see where how the tree sprouted up. Yeah. So it's been around for years and, and centuries and beyond beyond BC and AD and all that stuff. It's just that 
men use women to have babies. That was their sole purpose. But now that we've got all these rules and regulations in the place, it's now, oh, you only can be with one person and stuff like that. In certain countries, they have 10 and 11 wives and, you know, it just depends. So it's just tradition related. Yeah, it's a traditional thing. Depending on the culture. Yeah, but before all these cultures became cultures, it's been around. Let's see, this is my opinion. Okay, number one, I think women are very, they're kind of used to men trying to hit on them in a sexual manner. To where it's like, bop, 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 you develop your your shield. You, yeah. you know how to bob yeah. and weave. Women do that shit way better to where men yeah. like, it must be my lucky day, goddamn. <laughs> all right, let's get this shit. To where men is completely different. That's why when it comes to, I think um, we reach a sexual climax at the age of 16 to where women yeah. should reach it in their 40s right. mm-hmm. so because of the fact they're just so used to it. not like that but it comes to the approach of sex in general we're very visual mm-hmm. you know we see yes. and we like and, and you we want wanna, and we're thank you. easily <laughs> stimulated very simula- we're easily stimulated easily and obviously stimulated we can blow the right the right <laughs> moment occurs a dream you know, it, yeah. it's just so many things I remember being in high school and just sitting there thinking about nothing and suddenly oh, like yeah. rock hard like what the and but that's what it was in high school. Yeah. Shit, your dick get hot when the wind blows. Yeah, it still occurs now. I'm about to say sometimes <laughs> it's, still, it's still, like it's it still occurs now. I'm not even gonna say that. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so, but now you're a little older. You know, you got to be a little more stimulated. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> you, you don't go from zero to hundred real quick. You go from zero to twenty five. There we go. Yeah, you got to you got to get that little more. You know. That's why when it came down to the choice between Viagra and cancer, which one you gonna choose? Viagra. <laughs> Some people choose Cialis, whatever. But the reality is, is that we have always just been just that way. Right. Now, I mean, no, no. but it's in the male species because even in like, animals, yeah. is it like you the, know, animals are fight to the death over a fuck. Yeah. I just yeah. wonder if it's That's like true. the bi- like we're not looking to procreate, but as men, we have this biological impulse to procreate. So you just want to stick your dick in something with hope. <laughs> well, if you were engaged, you, know. you better be thinking a lot of hope and a lot of hope and a wishing. You know, let's keep, let's keep, let's keep that real. You know, so I mean, so I mean, so the reality is, when it comes to that monogamy portion of things, we had to redefine it. Now that I'm a traditional gay man. In itself, we never actually could conform to the traditional because the traditional in society didn't really want it. So we made up our own little rules. Yeah. Now that we have the capability of marriage, now that we have the capability of marriage, I wish should I was a divorce we? Lawyer right now. Well, I mean, well, wait a minute. Well, hold on now. But <laughs> if, of course, if you were, but would you? Conform to the traditional sense, or do you think the gay community should conform in a traditional sense mm. to marriage? Now that you have the capability, now that's an interesting, and question. now you can adopt. So adoption and marriage. Now you can have the exact same things that everybody was so jealous about in the heterosexual community. But now what? My thing is on that. People always fight for what they want, for what they can't have, and when they can mm-hmm. have it, they, they don't, don't want it. it. So you really Because really they, they don't realize I mean, What it takes to yeah, maintain They don't it. understand The work it takes You understand what I'm saying it's work Me living in a household With children Having a boy in the house It took a lot of work And it wasn't even being The point of being closeted But the things that Me and my partner did Affected my son And my daughters Who was in the house You understand what I'm saying The girls gotta do, Get out of jail free Because they're girls But the boy You know He had a It, it, it backfires on him When it get out of what goes on in his household, so yeah. you have to be walk a fine line with that, you know. 
And there has been times that I've almost had to let a bitch know that um yeah, yeah. I'll lay you down. But it's, I mean, so therefore, when it comes down to <laughs> when it comes down to uh, the every single thing in terms of tradition, now that we have the same capabilities, what do you say, Ricky? Now we have the same rights. We have we have everything the same. I now. think that's one of those. It's a dangerous tool because you you give it to a group of people, and we it's so new to us, so we really didn't know what to do before that. We didn't know how to be in relationships. And so now you give us this tool where we can be married and we can have kids. That's just too much to give right serious? off the bat. Yes, it's too much to give. We have to learn how to control each being in a relationship before you can add on to you know different levels because that's a lot to give and say, okay, well, you can, you can control. We're going to give you this and this is a gift to you and you can use it how you want to. Darnell, i got to hear your opinion. See, I feel like your Ricky's viewpoint sort of it's due to lack of examples you don't have any examples and there aren't a lot of, of black couples out there that make it like the ones that, that are yeah. that they gay black couples yeah like the ones there that I've lot? seen no no I'm saying oh, okay. there aren't there lot. aren't okay, there are okay. not a lot sorry like in like there were like the reality shows that, right. that were out those couples are no more yeah, right. the ones with the the kids. I think it was the the light skin or the dark skin guy. Yeah. The one had the dreadlocks yeah. and they had what three kids. Yeah, they broke up, but they got back together. They got back together. Yeah, they broke up. But I'm pretty sure they're not married. But see, the problem but. is people let society in your life, and, and that's they you can't avoid it. Yes, you can. I don't live for society. Society lives for me. Wait a minute, but hold on. Society is one that actually you had to push for to get through to get your shit. We had we, just think about it. We had to push against society to, to get, get these rights. So right. clearly, now that we have them, mm-hmm. and now that we actually are, we fought years. It takes years, guys, yeah. to actually get shit in right. the political arena to actually get recognized, yeah. get money behind right. it, get everything. And now that we have it, here's the thing about marriage: it's more than a religious institution because marriage gives you certain rights, legal rights that you would not otherwise mm-hmm. have. So I think it's very important, and I, I honestly think that if I meet somebody who I feel like I should marry. I'm very happy that that's now available to me. Yeah. And in the Disney side of me says that <laughs> I, would, I would want our relationship to remain traditionally forever monogamous. Forever and ever. Forever and, and, and ever. Ever and ever. <laughs> ever, and ever. <laughs> Happily ever after. And just remain that way. Like, I would like that. That's something I would like. Like, I see it. It helps that, you know, I have parents who have been together for 36 years. And according to both of them, they've never strayed. It's really? never even like entered. And that's interesting you know. because there part one of the articles that I read in doing my research, it said that basically it's a new day, a new world. Your parents were together for thirty six years, almost forty years. They yeah. were together years and years ago. There's so many other changes that have occurred since then True. to where we are now. So the mentality is completely different for anybody that you're yes. gonna, you know, link up with. Anybody that you're going to That's even what think I'm about, about. You know, so you, you have know, to think about meeting that. another gay guy. I know, like all these apps and all these websites. You there's have so much so many opportunities, to so many opportunities stuff. to just fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I want to bring something up because right, actually, this particular article that was actually kind of written um, in December of last year was actually on datingadvice.com. It actually talks about new Nuvo uh, AVVO studies finds 51 percent of adults 18 to 23 not morally opposed. 
to open relationships. Mm -hmm. Millennials are known for being more open-minded than past generations, and new study has found another aspect in which that's true. Recent findings by the legal giant AVO, AVBO, show half of college-age men and women, 18 to 23, are not morally opposed to being in an open relationship. <laughs> this is compared to 57% of those 24 to 32 and 44% of those 33 and older who are also not against the idea. So you know, so <laughs> you know, now now this actually came from a uh, one particular quote. When you're young and out in the world on our on our own for the first time, we're more apt to experiment with mm -hmm. our romantic relationships and be open to new experiences when it comes to love and sex. Dr. Pepper Schultz of the University of Washington, sociologist and sexologist, recently put out there. So again, we're not. Not well. Correction. Half. Well, I, wait a minute. All three of you guys will consider me millennials, isn't it? Yeah, All three yeah, of you. So that, I'm the only one. Six months I'm, younger I'm, than your ass. Yeah, but, <laughs> listen, <laughs> just, just the two I'm, of us. I'm just I'm so, well. Y'all well, Gen Xer. Well, well, apparently he's 77. He crossed that line just barely. No. Apparently, that's what they say. That's what they say, barely. But he's more of a generation Xer. That's why. But for me, I mean, so half in this room millennial, half in this room are uh, basically considered generation X. So when it comes to for me. When it comes to the idea of a relationship, in the first couple of years, I would say, yeah, we should have pure monogamy unless yeah. an, agree an agreement has been placed. But why, why is that happening? Are you guys, do you become you know tired why? of each other, bored, less attracted? No, okay, what, I'm glad you mentioned happening? that. I'm, glad you, I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that. I, I don't think necessarily it's a fact that it's less attraction. I think, me personally, that because of the fact that this particular generation, as well Generation X, as well as also Millenniums, they're so used to having options, mm -hmm. to have it automatically take that away right. in a fell swoop of maybe six months because you decided, it becomes a little bit difficult, especially when you put yourself in environments such as clubs, you put mm -hmm. yourself in environments to where you see as much candy as possible, and then, not cutting off all your previous relationships... You get those texts every now and then. Get those calls every now and then. Get those get well, those every now and every now and then. Not so everybody's a whole Chris. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I'm just messing with you. So I'm basically saying that okay, you have get you get enticed in every single angle. Mm -hmm. Every single angle you get, there's something that pops up that reminds you of that time. Of what you can that do. Reminds of what, you of what those that reminds you That means you're not ready for a relationship. Well, if you are if you're tantalized and, and titillated by those things, then maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship. I but think it's, apparently, I but think wait it's, a minute. We're I think it's about fine to be titillated by those things. Like you can be like, oh, and within the first six months. But the idea of you saying, you saying, hey, I <laughs> you're got, not ready. But the idea of you getting this text or something, and then you saying, hey, babe, um, let's got, let's have a yeah. conversation. Let's let's talk about. It makes me wonder. There has to be something underlying that they're not ready. Yeah. That's oh, what's underlying. Let me tell and you. Within six months. Uh, well, listen, yeah. you'll be quite surprised of, you know... How can you how can you be with somebody for 10 years if you can't be with them for six months without saying, well, you oh, talk, I want to step well, out. Talk about but then generation. that means the relationship is still new. But, well, Number it, one. Yeah, so, still, yeah and that's the problem. That you see, should be in your honeymoon phase. Exactly. You should be. But that's you the point. Be. When did you declare it a relationship? Now, because see, you can have fun mm -hmm. for four to six months and then start a relationship after six months. When did that relationship's title start? And, and that's what I'm well, saying. Let's say of, for, this, actuality, for this example, it, it started within, six months ago. You've been together a solid six months. And you so it started as soon as you met. Well, no, no, no. no, 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 no. You were dating. You were dating. You declared yeah. it. Six months later, now you're, you're ready like, to step out. You're like, yeah, exactly. You're ready to step out. You're ready to step well, out. 
That should have been done in the dating stage. That's what I'm saying. Well, that means you're really not ready if within. So you should make no commitment. Exactly. You should make no commitment. You should, because you should, you're bringing somebody you should, else into yes, your you life. You should not have let the relationship get to that point. Yeah. Because you clearly ready. there was something else going on. Because you maybe like, hurt somebody that that really liked you and really wanted right. to be with you, and you poss- possibly have hurt this person because you weren't ready. But, and another thing too, it depends on the speed of both parties, because. It, one party might be a little moving fast and the other one might be a little moving slow. And sometimes it's not even the point of moving fast and slow. It's just the point that y'all ain't made it to the same point at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, for me personally, if I'm having fun, I'm going to let you know I'm having fun. But if I really am digging you, mm-hmm. I'm really into you, I'm going to let you know. You understand what I'm right. saying? Now, if I still have that, I ain't sold my Royal Oaks that and itch. Yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna let you know Like look I'm not trying to be mean to you You know I'm gonna give you that opportunity To stay or go Because at the end of the day I'm gonna do this So as That's a, honorable I, that you do that that's, And that's honorable It is Because you're not You're not playing the game At that point You're saying I may not be ready But you make the decision According to what it is That you feel And we go from there Now as a couple though and you basically still get those tingly little feelings that come inside that you want to kind of go out and explore. You still want to, you still have that feeling, but you have agreements set now. Now, or either if you decided to make agreements, because some people, the thought of agreements don't really yeah. occur until those, the, I think those feelings keep coming up a little bit too often to the point where I still love this person. I still want to be with this person. Let's talk. Because you either you're going right. to say it something or you're going to cheat. Yeah. Right. 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 You're going to exactly. say something to this person because you care about them or you're going to cheat on them. And then, Which do you do? Exactly. And then your face and then that person, now that they're, they're now it's already on the table, that you already know exactly that person's feelings. You know this person you're truly wants to step out. Yeah. Now what are you going to do? You're faced with yeah. a whole new thing. Right. So do you give in because you really like this person? Right. Or do you hold on to what it is that you feel you really truly want, which is a, to be in a monogamous relationship? From, what do you do? From experience. Um, my ex always thought that I was out for the next fuck or the next person. I mean, it's in my nature to be flirtatious. I've always been flirtatious. I don't know any other way to be but flirtatious. But at the end of the day, he was who I was going home with. And no matter what, even when we had our little moments, everybody who I messed with knew that that one was first. And if shit smoothed out, they were, they were going to be cut off. They knew from the beginning. It was no hiding it, you know. And I might be incriminating myself, <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyways because somebody needs to hear it. Even when we did decide to patch things up, and the vibe was strong with what I had on the outside kept going I had to physically I mean I had to really break it off because uh, it was like interfering with what you it wasn't interfering but we was trying to patch things up and this was my jumping cables over here (laughs) and if I wanted to go home and have an an electric encounter over here I had to leave that alone yeah Yeah. so basically your distraction was put aside yes and you know I understand that I've been in that situation you've been in a lot of situations let me tell you he's a situation (laughs) let me tell you hello I can't say that somebody else is the king so you got to be the queen not calling no no, no, let me go see that's a difference because I was actually in relationships and the thing about it is I did not situation 90 days no I was in years of relationships and when you get that experience on your nuts one thing I can say was then when I had that breaking period 
when I had that break off period to where I needed to again there was a, a thing I explained it before to where I was a pretty good relationship didn't have sex for you know almost over a month in some cases over a month almost two and then you kind of get the, <laughs> and then you kind of get that feeling like okay well then I basically am not feeling wanted then that person a very short amount of time said oh he may not want it but I want it and then yeah. therefore that continues so that means when we got you back weren't to, talking the, oh, you weren't if you go a month without sex then you two are not discussing whatever the issue is well because right? the fact we discuss it more than once and basically when it came down to say this is what I need you're not giving me anything and we had that discussion more than once mm-hmm. more I mean when I say more than once we've had it a bunch of times and to the point where okay Clearly, I am the one that's only wanting this and not the other person. So, therefore, I I must not be attractive. So I can relate to it. It's not that with my last, the one before, the last relationship, it was we were together for three years. The first year was cool. Everything was fine. We were, you know, like really, really people saw us and they were like, oh, you're in love. That's good. We like to see you two together. The second year, it was a little bit rough um, because of the communication thing. The third year, I had checked out. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. This is it. But it was because of life events that came in because you have mm-hmm. work. You have other yes. op- obligations Family, outside. Yeah, yeah you, there's a lot of things that come into your relationship and you don't realize it until it's at the last minute. You don't know. You're thinking you're communicating, but you're really you're not. I think that's what it comes down to, communication. You think you are, but really you're really like, not. Too much communication, lack of communication. And it's the wrong there's communication. There's a balance. Right. Oh, there's my God. There's a balance that's missing. There's a balance. But you that, that comes to be with open being seasoned. or monogamous. You have to be in relationships. You have to be seasoned to, to know yeah. what to talk about, when to talk about it, and how to discuss it. How to talk it. about it. Oh, be, oh. <laughs> you just said, you know, you let you to the word of my mouth. <laughs> you really do. You really do. And you got to teach that you other person. To. What exactly? Is what's important what's really to you not, and exactly. what's important to them, and you have to get on that same page and respect each other's wishes. That's it. But sometimes uh, being on the same page is how you think. And when I say that, and I'm gonna use a perfect example. I hate Valentine's Day. I why? really. I'm gonna tell you why. I truly hate it with a passion. Valentine's Day is one of my busiest. You're so Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to leave it just as We're not going to correct it because that's exactly what the fuck it is. Okay? Valentine's or what is okay. Valentine's? What is it? Okay. <laughs> fuck all you and fuck all you. Okay? Now let me finish. We only got me alone limited time and I'm late. Valentine's Day is one of my major holidays where I work from sun up to sundown. I really work like a dog to make my extra money. That's my meat. You know, that's the hump time when you got to get it or you ain't going to get it. Mm-hmm. And my ex was big on this. He wanted to do all these things. He wanted to go out to dinner. He wanted to go. He he was into the, the hype of Valentine's Where everybody Day. said it should be. Right. Personally, if I ain't tell you I love you 364 days of the year. What difference is it one day? On that 65th. You get what I'm saying? This is the day I slave and work. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make everybody else shit happy. I don't cuss the motherfucker out because the day done came in at twelve o'clock. One of flowers lived, delivered at twelve o one. It's a <laughs> it's a rough day for me. I don't like celebrating Valentine's Day, and because it's a commercial holiday that I don't agree with. Because everybody feel that if you don't get something on this day, they don't, don't love you. So yeah. what was the communication though? I've said it from the beginning. But it was always a problem every Valentine's Day. Wait, wait, really? I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. Where was the communication in that? Because if I know that Valentine's is a day that you don't like, 
what's the alternative for me? Because I'm still here. No, it ain't the point. We can celebrate later. Exactly. The day it doesn't before, have the day after. No, you it does, no we, the week after. You because it, I need to relax. You know, okay. you talking about working 120 hours for a week. You know, and if you got somebody that's willing to do that, you do what you need to do. But to no, it that. it brought the extra money in the house. That's what I'm saying. If you got somebody that's willing saying? to do that, so it seems like a lack of respect. Yeah, um, but yeah, it wasn't about it wasn't about what I was doing. It was about that they didn't get. Now right. the first year, it wasn't mutual. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't the no. first so year he wasn't. He didn't we were we were. In, yeah, the first year, the first year we was going through one of those moments, and I had a cancellation, so I brought flowers to the job. I didn't stay to see them get them. I just surprised them and left them. They knew where they came from. Matter of fact, we was in kind of a breakup here because, uh, and I brought them flowers because it was a cancellation. I had nothing to do with the flowers. I just said, fuck it. Let me give it to them. It just got to the special feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you decide to listen, oh, they were cancel flowers? <laughs> no, no, but it wasn't even that because I wasn't even doing anything for them for Valentine's because we wasn't, we were. You weren't celebrating things. So we, I, no, we, they were broken apart. They were yeah, broken, we were like in a, a split moment. It was something that happened that we kind of like split. How do you react to them? To the, the they loved them. Well, he loved them? Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. I, I just say day a lot. So oh, I don't know. No, no, no. Is no. he two people? <laughs> 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 it's two people. But I'm, I'm sorry. He loved him. Okay. Okay, so um, after that, now we've, for the next Valentine's Day, we're staying with each other. It's a totally different ball game. Maybe your situation is different, but I feel I'm of the mind that if it's something that makes them happy, that doesn't inconvenience me, I'll do it. Even if it's not... I'm not into to Valentine's Day. I'm not big into all that shit. But if it, if it's a little something I can do, it makes them... makes their day, yeah, they're into it, no, no, then no. I, I would do it. But it sounds like it inconvenienced you but, going out of your way to, okay. to do this because you were busy. So therefore, so therefore, when it comes to the communication factor of the relationship, right. making those agreements, making the understanding, doing all the things that display that foundation to really make it work. So therefore, say for instance, if when it came to the topic of bringing in somebody else in there in, in this particular case the relationship wasn't even strong enough to handle I don't think right. it, it doesn't have, present itself to be strong enough to even have handled right. another person you can't person agree on one day out of the year then but that's why now so no wonder you couldn't bring somebody no. else in there because it I wouldn't even it. try Okay, okay, so they, okay, you know the strength of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. you know the strength of your relationship. I, so in this particular case, he knew, especially that that's ten years. Yeah. And now, especially doing a it's newlywed correction, relationship, it's nine years. Nine years, excuse me. But we still communicate because of the children. I just recently cut them off, which make eleven years. Okay, so basically, right now, because of that, you know, so because of that. Mm-hmm. The, knowing the strength of your relationship truly makes you know exactly what agreement it can yeah, handle. Exactly. What agreement can, and all of that, but communicate. One thing I can say about my last relationship, our communication, we were actually very, very good. Very rarely we had an argument. But when it came down to the portion of sex and finance was a very big mm-hmm. thing to where it could mm-hmm. not, it couldn't last, you know. Yeah. That sounds like my last relationship. We we did not fight until we broke up. Yeah. We didn't fight. Um but we didn't communicate well at all. So we didn't. We didn't, mm. we didn't. We didn't want to talk about the big issues. And yeah, mostly and you always sex. Know. Yeah, and it was like the elephant. It was truly the elephant in the room. It was a big fact. You know what? It's kind of funny because now that I think about it, that, did it that, say girl? 
But, but see, now that I think about the last relationship, actually, we, the conversation did come up. Yeah. The conversation did come up. If that's something that you would, that's something, mm-hmm. something that you would be interested in, or mm-hmm. you know, and the answer for me would be no. Even as we're breaking up, being mutual, we got back together briefly, but we discussed getting back together. I, on this particular, said no. Mm-hmm. And but we still had his way. We've been thinking about actually becoming roommates to be in the same house. Uh-huh. And what? And let me tell you what was also discussed. <laughs> but what was also discussed again? Communication played a part. Mm-hmm. We said, "I would hate to see you with somebody else." And he said, exactly. "I would hate to see you with somebody else." And it would actually. Work. And he's the one that's actually. I've never seen him say. I probably would probably kick his ass because I would not want to see him with you. And I've never heard him say that before. Yeah. So. Honestly, the feeling was would have been mutual. Mm-hmm. So we were not there to even live together. Number Come one, and then to actually, <laughs> and then to actually, but the communication was there up. to where we were able to talk about it. Yeah. We were able to express what these desires were. I that I can definitely say that my last appreciation, my last relationship, I did appreciate because of that. But the communication you have to keep, you have mm-hmm. to have it. I think where I think I think where everyone's at in terms of understanding. Of what's needed, especially to be able to introduce anybody to the bedroom, uh, the third third party to the bedroom, you have to have some sort of communication. Yep. You have to have some sort of uh, foundation. You have to have some sort yeah. of trust. Let's yeah. we didn't even talk about trust to oh actually kind of summarize that's that. Whole, that's a different show. Right no, that show. could be another. Yeah, show. by yeah. itself. Yeah, we don't need to introduce that beast right now. So, so really, when it comes to commitment, to sum it, sum it up. Commitment, you have to have all those things along with communication to really make it work. So gay relationships, apparently, and I didn't do the research on this, and I actually think I did, actually, just kind of showed up the statistic of the number of ones that actually stay together. And when it comes to the ones that's over 10 years, they mm-hmm. tend to believe, I tend to believe, they have stronger relationships because they have stronger agreements, yeah. stronger trust. And on top of you that, you know who you with at that point, exactly. Right. Because you've grown and you've changed apparently together because you're still together, so you right. kind of know what that person likes and what they don't like, right? And you come to agreements according to that because you really want to still be with that person. And you know, I'm not even sure. Should have just waited a year, Jason. I know, <laughs> really. <laughs> that ten years. <laughs> So let's kind of roll around and just kind of go around the table real quick to kind of finish off the topic. When it comes to, are you open to agreements? Are you open to commitment, even if it does involve physically another party? Darnell. Um, Logically, yes, I'm open to it. However, knowing me, I'm a very emotional person. I'm an artist. All right. Hi. <laughs> That's your cover up. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if I was in a relationship and some and the person I was with wanted to step out, I think I would feel really I would feel some type of way. As the kids say, some type of way about it. I would really? feel I would I would feel like what what is wrong here? It would it would signify to me that something was wrong. No, also keep in mind stepping out, maybe not stepping out. It's you guys. Right. Terminology is right. use different terminology rather than stepping out. You know, yeah, you're right. You're right. It all depends because that that strikes you mentally. Yeah. It's like this is something wrong with me or something. Yeah. Right. To where they're sharing. Some yeah. people would say sharing. It all depends on the person and whether or not our relationship is sort of has an emotional maturity. If it's like we're two adults and we're mm-hmm. making this agreement. And we yeah, have these things we will do and these things we won't do. Mm-hmm. But also, I might cry about it. 
Get it out, girl. Get it out. Ooh. Go ahead, Ricky. You want me to cut her ass? What do you say? I would say I would be open to it, uh, but it would, like you said, it would have to be something that we would have to agree on. Um, I would have to feel comfortable with doing this. I would have to know that uh, the treatment is going to be what it should be. I'm, it's, it's not going to be anything that that would cause me to be left from uh, within their, the relationship, yeah. you wouldn't cross over to the next person because they're doing something much better than me or whatever. We would have right. to have that down because I just. But I would be open to it. I would. I would. That would be something I would think about doing. I would be open to. And JT, what do you say? Well, if you had to start all over again, it's kind of hard for me. It's really kind of hard to answer this question for me. And a perfect example why. At one of those breakup moments where I decided to move on my own with my friend with my ex, I met somebody and when I said sex and mind, body and soul we connected. Mind, body and soul we connected. I mean it's kinda hard because of me I'm I'm attracted to exciting and interesting things. I'm attracted to energy and power yeah so being that i'm attracted that if that comes into play it might wing and me that's over. where you have to have those rules in place right but sometimes mm-hmm. rules are meant to be broken and y'all know i don't follow rules what so, so in this case you would actually you, you would, would cross you would the line? no 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 but what i'm saying that's why i'm saying it, it's so a it too, because would. i would not even put myself in that position because i know it can happen so you know you yeah. You know you better Than anybody yeah. else Yeah Yeah You don't put yourself In that position If you, you know, know you, you can yeah. You know what I'm saying Which is fair Yeah I just have to say Eric if I do that guess I see you next life <laughs> <laughs> And for me um, You know what I get I, mean, I have to really get to the point Of one The communication Definitely has to be there True The mm-hmm. trust has definitely Got to be there um, To where you know If I know that and you'll begin to know your partner. You'll begin mm-hmm. to know your, their motives and things of that. And that. So you know when whatever anything that comes up, you know whether or not yep. it's coming from uh, a, a, a position within themselves that's very conniving. You know it's mm-hmm. actually coming from them that's really honest and true, that really does care for the relationship. Exactly. You know exactly where it's coming from. Because people will pick and choose their words and conversations exactly. and do a lot of edit, editing in the process. So and, it lines up with their favor. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... Before I even indulge, I better know that partner first. And by the time it gets to that fifth year, (laughs) (laughs) and we feel that they're because even sex therapists even tell you, even in heterosexual relationships, Mm -hmm. the longer you with the person 30 years, ain't gonna get up like it used to. So I think I think the gay community is realistic about it and sometimes a little bit off about it. If yeah. you have, I think the older generation that those particular guys seem to last together for a very long time seem to get it better. So on that note, I'm just going to we're going to end the topic. We're going to move on to the positive segment. Positive segment is usually the wusa moment of any particular main topic, but in this particular case, it wasn't that bad. So, yeah. but I do want to kind of bring up something that's very interesting. That this is actually done a particular study that was done in Britain. Uh, that they say gay couples are happier but less affectionate in relationships than heterosexuals. Anyway, this is actually this is uh, funny. This actually <coughs> so this is how the title actually um, comes out. It actually talks come from the HuffPost Queer Voices. 
Great news for same-sex <laughs> couples, they are much more likely to be happier and more positive about their relationships than their heterosexual counterparts, according to a new British study. The new survey, which polled about 5,000 people, was published by Open University and funded by the UK's Economic and Social Research Council, was aimed at finding out how modern couples maintain their relationships despite challenges, according to the Independent. However, intimate relationships weren't all smooth sailing for the same-sex couples surveyed. The study also found that same-sex couples were less likely to offer public displays of, of affection because they feared disapproval, according to report. So, now, this is my thing. To me, I'm thinking to myself, I didn't really care. The reason why I'm important this in a happy segment, because I didn't care too much about the less approval of society. You still got to know exactly where the hell you live. Yeah. But to know that you're happier, to know that you're happier in a gay relationship, it actually kind of brings up some some positive aspects that we really got to look closer into. So even though the one of the things that also came about came from this was that meanwhile it also found that childless couples both heterosexual and LGBT have happier marriages overall. Are you surprised? <laughs> so I'm like, for real? You know, so, <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, I don't find that too surprising, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it basically says, hey, look, don't have no kids. <laughs> so you will be happier. As long as you're in a relationship, y'all y'all okay. But you know, it, it's yeah. it's just kinda of funny. It's just kinda of funny yeah. it's a little bit funny. So it's very hard to have a hard dick and a child walk in the room and you trying to hide all that. It's it's really rough. I would imagine. It's really rough. <laughs> you know, so. And then you got it now they wanna sleep in the bed and you like, All right, shit, now we gotta pull out levels layers <laughs> of covers to make sure and I gotta sleep to the wall and you gotta sleep this oh way and let them get God. in the middle. Yeah, I had had those nights before, you know, so, yeah, it it ain't fun. It's less attractive. Yeah, I do agree. (laughs) I second that emotion. Okay, so just so everyone knows, for all those gay couples who actually do have great communication, truth, and all that other shit, uh, guess what? You'll end up happier. Yeah, everybody else. So I just want to kind of bring a little bit of news that actually came about, um, actually the news that came about last year. So now, actually it was updated, excuse me, as of this year. So now we're going to swing over to the next segment, which is this bitch of the week. So I have another crazy fucked up messed up story time and we're going to name her this bitch. So, oh, gosh. and usually when it comes to <laughs> this bit of the week, we actually give our rant pertaining to any particular person, place, or thing. Just kind of rant, let it out, say what we got to say, and let it be held here on the table and never let it come back again. So, I'm just going to go around the table when it comes to who is your this bitch of the week. Darnell, I'm throwing yes. you first. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here suddenly waving my arms like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's a mini this bitch. He's a little bitch. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I, I I got back to my apartment building from being out. It was Saturday, um, and I saw some. I saw an AT and T truck parked in my in my rever- reserved parking spot. <laughs> oh, that pissed me off. I hate that. That, I hate that. It like immediately pissed me off, and I was good. I was nice and calm, and I'm not one to get very mad very quickly. But I'm like, bitch, it says reserved. <laughs> I know you know how to read because I know they do tests. Like, so so I get there and I'm like, shit, what do I do? So I'm looking around. Maybe he's outside working. He's not outside working. I'm just walking around, pacing in front of his truck. 
was EQ. For a little bit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So I'm pacing in front of his truck, and then I remember, like, oh shit, I can't have him towed. So I, oh. I I look for this sign that they have up, like, you know, you know, you can only be here if you have a permit or whatever. And I'm about to call the number to have him towed. And that's when he shows up. And he actually was cute. <laughs> but I really didn't give a fuck. I said it. <laughs> it was a rap on that. You got my partner. Exactly. I say to him, I'm like, oh, it's you, right? And he's like, yes. And I say, well, you're in my spot. It says reserved. <laughs> and then he says, all right. And then he starts packing up to leave. And I'm like, this bitch didn't apologize. That's, oh, that's all I, I fucking wanted. I so I get back in my car and I roll down the window and I say, you can either. I say to him, you can either apologize or I can call your job. He doesn't respond to me. So oh. basically, I have his, I have the number that was on the back of his truck in my mind. <laughs> yeah, you're willing to part, use it. Part of me is you're ready to, to call AT and T and just, just like. Oh, say, I would have called. NB, NB, NBU 007. That was the number that was on. Yeah. I missed close. Wow. But you did commit it to me. I, I did. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if I want to put that negative energy into the universe. It's not the universe. It's been you just put it on your record. <laughs> exactly. But you then I, you I remind myself. Back, right? I remind myself. He knows where I live and he knows where I'm parked. So I don't want to go too crazy. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck away. You know what? Go ahead, Ricky. Tell me. I what got a story that it didn't happen just recently, and yeah. I can't really say too much because it would incriminate me. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were police involved and everything, but it was similar to that where yeah. um, I'm trying to pick my words carefully. <laughs> uh, somebody, I came home, and they were parked in a parking spot. And it says reserved mm-hmm. with my number on it. Everybody's mm-hmm. supposed to have your your uh, number on your windshield. I have a fucking placard exactly. hanging in my car. <laughs> if you don't if you don't have it displayed on your car, then yes. when they come by, they see you park. Yep. You get that sign that says we're going to tell your car if you don't have your stick in your window. Exactly. But somebody else parks in your spot, and you have to be the one to handle it. Mm-hmm. So I handle it. I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I, I was having a bad day. Oh shit! And. The guy uh, had, I guess, had been parked there for a couple minutes. Because I went to the store and I came back within 15 minutes. And I get there and there's this car parked in my spot. I was like, hell no. I just went across the street and came back and somebody's there. And it was a nice car. (laughs) I will say that. It was a luxury car. Um, And I was pissed. I mean, I just saw red. I had had, like I said, a bad week. And I did something I probably shouldn't have done to his car. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because it wasn't my original attempt. I wasn't going to do it. I was just going to remove something from his car. But it didn't work out. So something else took place. And I'm not going to say what that something else is. But the police were called. And Why'd you and, key that man's car? What did you do that for? I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to get closer. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Okay. You like, oh, huh, what? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all can't see his face, but you know, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. But long story short, the police she came. I think she had a problem with me. I don't. I, maybe I was giving off bad energy or something that day, and she was accusing me of doing something I did not do. <laughs> um, and I just stood there. I was just like, okay, whatever. You apparently know him, or whatever. Whatever it is, what it is. So she was like, well, at this point, we can either. Uh, 
get your insurance involved or we can you know write the report or whatever whatever and I was like okay we'll write the report and I just didn't look at her <laughs> and this bitch started to write the report mm-hmm. and I was like oh okay well I guess she's serious I better put on my face and make sure I'm serious and make sure I don't make it look like I did something I shouldn't have done yeah. <laughs> so, um, but long story short the guy ended up saying okay well I'm just not gonna do it because he I don't know if he had something on his record or what I don't know but she came at me she was really like attacking me uh, because she just felt I was wrong. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And that, that and I. Listen, she had no proof. You had, exactly. You that was no my proof. thing. I was like, "Did you see me do it?" Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Because we do have cameras, but you're not going to take the time to go do it. Bingo. Exactly. They're probably, probably not even on. <laughs> but that bitch she was serious See, and okay. she came for me I was like okay well it come for me oh ouch Listen, okay female cops are always trying to prove that man she, she was yeah, female cops oh, she was like that. and I, that's why I was like okay I'm just gonna shut my mouth and I'm just gonna stand over to the side and not say nothing but it was just festering up in me yeah. oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, oh. it was there and I was my ears were red they were burning hot I was yeah. that pissed off but I couldn't really be pissed off because I didn't do it. <laughs> so. JC, what's your bitch of the week? <laughs> you always get these long ass pauses. You know, like, you this know, bitch is my job. My my store manager boss. This bitch really rolled my nerves this week. He been quitting this job the entire time. <laughs> well, see, you know what? He's out the unfortunate it. thing is, I got a car payment, and <laughs> business ain't stable every week where I can tell them to kiss my ass and drop my draw so they can see my ass as I walk. I away. had somebody that did a friend that did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> big. Did. You serious? Yes. I'm big on that. He did. I tell you, kiss my ass and drop and my draw so you can see my ass as I walk. And away. I missed That's that one day. Of my I missed that day. I wanted to see because <laughs> he said he was going to do it. He gave us everything in a trash bag and he did that. But anyways, oh my God. um. My store manager is on vacation And she asked me Would I work yesterday Which was Saturday And I told her yeah Unfortunately I had a Death in the family It's not a close relative But the father of the deceased Is one of my major Business supporters and colleagues So I wanted to be there For him more than anything Well this bitch <laughs> texts my boss and say, um, if I don't show up Saturday, this is my final warning. Mind you all, I've never been written up. So when I text my boss back, I it took me 24 hours to text her back because I had drawn along that text and told her, um, when you come back, just remember that I got a week to go of being here and I'm done with this bullshit. But I called and got someone to talk me down and they talked me down. So, 24 hours later, I called and left a message. It's 24 hours and you haven't answered my question. So then, this bitch, which is my boss supervisor, called me. And, oh, I want to go over the schedule and make sure you, the words you use, make sure that you're still on for Saturday, the day that you scheduled. (laughs) So, I told her ass, yeah, I'm on for Saturday, but... I unfortunately a death came in the family and I really want to go to funeral okay if we can't find anybody and and I'm gonna try I see I really want you to try so okay but if I don't get back to you by Thursday with someone then you know that you'll be I just want to make sure that you're opening on Saturday I say I'll be here 
with a motherfucking attitude. But I ain't say motherfucker. I say with a bad attitude. That's what I told her. And she said, "You're stop it. You you just acting up." And I said, "No, I'm serious." So, anyways, make a long story short, this bitch called me, texted me on Thursday. Unfortunately, I didn't find anybody for Saturday, so that means you're working. Okay, cool. On Friday, which was my day off, I had the key to the building. She couldn't get in. So this bitch called me. Oh, um, I was calling to see that you have the key to the building. Yep. But I'm 15 miles away and I'm not coming there right now. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, okay, I'm going to call around to see. She's going to call my other um, head supervisor and see because she just I just got switched to her. And see if he has a key. I say, do that. And when you get it together, call me back. Oh my god! So I ain't finished yet. So this bitch texts me <laughs> and said, after I told, no, she asked me, did I have the key to the front door? I told her yes. I have to put that in there. This bitch texts me back two hours later and said, oh, I'm just making sure you got the front key to the door. And I text her back. I said, well, I told you that already. We already had discussion this morning. You know, let me tell you, you know, you gotta word the like, gotta like the little wordplay sometimes. But, <laughs> but yeah, overall, you know, I definitely can, um, I definitely can attest to uh, having those feelings. But one feeling that I had this week. Oh, I've been waiting for this. So. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Aside from the fact, drum roll, that please. This particular week. Uh, okay, first off, let's start with the condominium association. The condominium association sometimes set rules that we understand that help to increase the property value and all this other bullshit that they actually tell you that they try to do. The problem is this. When it came down to guest parking, where I live at, if at first you have to have a pass. What's with all the parking? I know. That's uh, what I was about let me, to say. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let me tell you. The, when you have the... Not you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of parking, lot of parking situation. No, I had it, but I won't even go there. Okay. Mine's went a different... They're another extra notch. So I had my parking pass, normally do. Then they got rid of that. Then they said, you have to log in. Check this out. You have to log in if you park in the guest pass. Put down the fact that you are your your car and everything. Now it's only good for two weeks. I normally because there's more cars in the household, so therefore I normally have to park in there anyway. Now, mind you, you cannot log in after two weeks. You have to wait a, a separate period of time to log back in. You just can't do it like every consistently. Well, <laughs> so I'm walking out, getting ready to go to my you know, car like any other normal day, and I'm just like, oh, okay, let me just make it in time. I'm almost. I stop, I look, and I just said, mind you, this particular week, they already fucked up my check. I'm already dealing with that shit. And then on top of that, I'm walking out. I didn't even think twice about it. I just said, the tow truck company took my car. So I just said, let me walk back inside, have somebody take me to work, and then I'm going to actually uh, just go back and just uh, deal with that later. Now, mind you, they close at six. So if you don't reach six, guess what additional fees tack on? Oh my god! So, of course, I called around to find which lot my car. One hundred and forty dollars to get my car out. Mind you, I've always parked here and just normally just did exactly what I had to do to actually as a resident. That just coupled with the fact in that same week. I updated my phone. Now, mind you, this ain't my update. I don't make the updates for Verizon phones. <laughs> Oops, did I say Verizon? Uh, but I don't update the updates. So 
I press the update button. Update button goes in, guess what happens to my phone? <laughs> it completely shut and crashed everything in that phone. So I did not have a phone, not just for one day, not just for two days, but for three damn days. I didn't have my phone because it wasn't really? my update. It really? was it was not my update. Really? Try a week and a half. So see, <laughs> I don't want to go that long. <laughs> so I'm gonna get a backup phone. But you guess what? It was updated by something that was not my fault. So I go to Verizon, hey guys, you know, can you fix this? You know, go ahead and fix it. Oh yeah, no, we can't fix that. What you mean you can't fix that? Well, it's kind of stuck in the mode when it comes to software updating, so we really can't do anything. But, you know, what we can do, we can give you a number for the insurance company. The insurance company got you sent to you. They'll do it for free. They'll send it for free. <laughs> so, all right, um, I'm kind of pissed off right now because on top of that, excuse me, they keep you in a two-year contract, but you have a one-year warranty. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Two-year contract. Numbers. One year warranty. So I give insurance a call. Insurance insurance says, yeah, we'll ship it for free. But you do have to pay the insurance deductible for $150 before we can actually send you the phone. So I'm livid now. Now, um, this is not my update. On top of that, the last time I just kept dismissing the update, it basically forced me, bitch, you're going to take this update. (laughs) So you just have no choice. All right, let me do the update. And I was avoiding it last time for months. No. Could you not reset it? Reset the phone I, to factory I, reset it? Nah, it? You, nah, it didn't work at all. I Just tried to reset. I tried refactory. I tried everything. And no, fuck not. AT&T. He parked in my spot. <laughs> that went so no. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit, that was the cable man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that was the cell phone people. They came, that came from you. They came from Deep Down. They came from Deep Down. So, yeah, right now. Wait, hold on. Let me check this bitch. <laughs> so, right now, I'm pissed right now with the comment. Mini Association about the wasteful money I had to fork out and I'm super pissed right now with Verizon when it came down to my goddamn phone. So here I am, guys, on a flip phone. I can't send images. I have a little <laughs> baby flip phone. This is the most shit I got. And the last time I saw I'll be honest with you, I never had a flip phone. This is really? my first time. Day, 2016, I, I got a flip phone. Baby, you should be thankful, baby. You got some communication. You can't get jacked on that phone. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, the, that's one of the better things. Yeah, nobody. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> so much. <laughs> no, nobody ain't going to steal that. <laughs> They ain't gonna steal that from you. You alright, baby. You know that? That's a good way to look at it. The pessimistic optimist. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, but, you you know, it is what it is. And yeah, that was my bitch of this week. It was two of them, but goddamn it, they came around the wrong goddamn time. All at one time. All at one time. Well, I know know mine's over. Can I gloat a little bit? Go ahead, go ahead, go. Yeah. No, I finally got my phone um, straightened out where I can pull my information off. So that was a plus for me this week. That was the only plus for me this week. Oh, the only plus. Okay, yeah. well then. So you're rubbing the phone issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 no, because of the No, no, I ain't got a flip phone. I got oh, a brand yeah. new one. Uh, no, oh, you got a brand new one. See, <laughs> no, you rubbing it in. See, you, you being messy you as hell. You But no, um, remember the last time I told y'all I couldn't do nothing but accept yeah. phone calls. Yeah. And this bitch was telling me that I had to keep trying to um, accept shit when yeah. I couldn't accept shit. That's why I'm rubbing this in because it's only a week later that and he had to experience the same problem. You get what I'm saying? But the difference between me and him is I still got an Android and he's on a flip. 
Uh, don't worry, I'm gonna yeah, he, I'm gonna he, he, did, he did what I didn't just do. I mean, he did. He took it a little bit. <laughs> he did, yeah. Oh, you know what? But we, we no, no. We no but listen, I, I loved him. That's why I can do that. We, <laughs> go, back, we go back like spinal cords and car seats. Nobody talk about Chris. He's a fine young man. No, nobody, fine, a fine young man. Don't you nobody that, talk about Chris. But you got that foot from mm-hmm. him. You know, thank you, so child. Much. It's brand new too. You try to bring this. You try to bring this to the team. Fuck all y'all. Anyway, so <laughs> and now we're gonna end the, we day love the you, podcast. Chris. I'm sure you do. We're gonna end this podcast. And normally I do have my little my little wisdom notes, but you know, wait a minute. The spiritual one I think you have sometimes have that little too, little spiritual spiritual note. You want oh, you want to give a positive note? Positive give a positive note. Go ahead. Give okay. a positive little statement to let us out. Well, no, it ain't a positive note. It is a positive note. <laughs> no 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 no. Yeah, I might like, take it. No no no. I I don't know how to describe it, but it it it, it, it is a good um, note to end on. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is a prayer moment? Is this a prayer moment? <laughs> no, because everybody just like stop and it's like because we were looking at you. Okay, it's like stage fright. Even though I'm not scared oh, to go on oh, stage, oh, it was okay. like stage fright. Oh. No, y'all can look at me. Oh, okay. But um, it's an old joke that I like that I always um. I always um, like to use And it's a cow And an elephant Alright I mean no I'm saying it wrong <laughs> Okay you know, I just found something It's called the positive <laughs> pledge The positive pledge said I shall no longer Allow negative <laughs> thoughts The shade I shall no longer Allow negative thoughts or feelings To drain me of my energy Instead I shall focus on all the good That is in my life I will think I will thank it feel it and speak it by doing so I will send out vibes of positive energy into the world and I shall be grateful for all the wonderful things it will attract in my life and that is the positive pledge those who chill and change it and me and those who <laughs> chill and change your friend and by the way go ahead and swing it out key off down now with the last thing yes you can find us at brotherspeakpod.com and also on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash brotherspeak all right, guys, and thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful week. Have a better week than I did last week. Thank you, and goodbye. All right. <laughs> goodbye. You said that with attitude.